Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Whatever, the podcast where the focus is on mental health, but the topics are endless. My name's Tiffany, otherwise known as online as Tough Angel Books. For this episode, we will be discussing the benefits of human touch, which is a very interesting topic that I wasn't expecting to dive so far into. Just a quick note before we dive into the full podcast, I just want to apologize for this episode being posted late. I had a death in the family, and another member of my family was involved in an accident. Uh, been just been processing that. Also, this topic ended up being far more vast than I was expecting, so I ended up with a lot of notes to go through. So I do apologize for the delay, but here's the episode, and let's get into the topic. So the main reason why I chose this topic was I started looking on Reddit for subject ideas, and I couldn't really find anything. Like, I couldn't find anything just on Google, but when I opened up Reddit on my computer, this was the first post I found. It was posted by the user my oh my, what do I do? And the subject of it is, I miss human touch. This is the post. I miss a really good hug. It's been over a year since I had a hug that could change my day. Brief hello hugs and hugs from family aren't the same. I never thought being the bigger person in a hug would feel so good either. I also thought being smaller would make you feel enveloped, but the right person could make the hug feel like the most special thing in the world. Now I'm sitting here crying all about the missed hugged opportunities. This struck a chord with me, so I started looking up articles and all of that on benefits of human touch, and I quickly found that this was actually a heavily studied subject. I found three articles that explained a lot and got to work on doing more research. I will be linking all of these in the description of this episode, so do not worry, but these are the titles of the three articles I found. Hands-on Research, The Science of Touch, which was published in, well, this article was published September 2010. Another one is What Does It Mean to Be Touch Starved, which was published April 2021. The Three Biggest Advantages of Human Touch May Surprise You, which was posted in January of 2021. As I mentioned, I will be linking these and the Reddit post and maybe a couple other links as well in the description of this episode. Now, when I say that this was a heavily studied topic, I mean that there are studies that date back to the 1960s that I've found. It could have started way before then. The first study that was referenced in these articles was an in-person anonymous study done by psychologist Sidney Gerard. They traveled the world and observed friends having conversations at a cafe. This was done for the same amount of time in each location. These were some of the findings that were found with the amount of physical touch that was involved in these conversations. When Sydney went to England, there was zero touching in an hour-long conversation. When they went to France, the friends had physical contact with each other 110 times in an hour. And when they went to Puerto Rico, it was 180 times hour that there was physical contact between two friends just having a conversation. 
The study was to see how often friends would physically touch during a conversation. This helped start the discovery of cultures that are touch-deprived and cultures that, that have encouraged this form of communication while communicating. You can get lost in speculating why England seems so touch-deprived while Puerto Rico is so touch-encouraged. The simple answer is, it's culture. Some are more okay and comfortable with being touched. Whether it's just a light touch on the upper arm to show that they are paying attention or a hug to show that they care. This was a study that was redone many times over the years with similar to almost identical results. And some of the things that were found, like there are three massive benefits to human touch. Whenever a human touch is done in a positive or encouraging, loving way, it can inspire positive thinking and expand trust. It can reduce social anxiety and stress, and it can also boost immune system and lower blood pressure. There was a study in 2017 that mentions that gentle touch can reduce both pain and feelings of social exclusion. So simply you know, gently touching someone on the arm if they feel excluded actually made them feel better. Touch can also help build up cooperative relationships, whether it's a romantic one, a work one, so on and so forth. You know, a, it's been studied by a French psychologist, Nicholas, I'm not going to be able to get his name, but it's uh, his last name. But he's a French psychologist, and he found that if teachers, like, pat their students on the back, like, encouragingly, students were three times more likely to speak up in class. Just because that small bit of physical contact encouraged them to speak up more. Because it was a positive influence. There are studies that have shown that touch signals safety and trust. It's a soothing thing. Which, for me, honestly, yeah, if we're friends and I feel safe with you and I trust you, yeah, we're probably going to be hugging a lot more than you would expect. There's also studies that have shown basic warm touch can calm cardiovascular stress. This is such as reducing heart rate, slowing breathing, lowering blood pressure, all of that. There was a study that showed that touch helps patients with all that. Alzheimer's disease, it can have a huge effect on getting them to relax, make emotional connections with others, and reduce their symptoms of depression, which is pretty damn cool. So definitely something to consider if you're going to see a family member that has Alzheimer's. And there was a study done by Tiffany Field who ended up, who I believe is one of the leading researchers in this field, they learned that the benefits of human touch actually start when we are born. The research that Tiffany Field did showed that, well, found that preterm newborns that received three 15-minute sessions of touch therapy each day for five to ten days gained 47% more weight than premature infants that received standard medical care. I'm going to be honest, just reading that the first time was mind-blowing. Reading it again is also mind-boggling. This does not only apply to sensual touching. 
due to the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of people have been experiencing feelings of touch starvation. This occurs when a person experiences little to no touch from other living things for a long time. This is a result of lack of workplace handshakes, friendly hugs, or even pats on the back. Due to the pandemic, for some, it brought a decline in sensual touching, such as hand-holding, back scratching, and even foot rubs for some couples. Now, touch starvation is a very real thing. As I mentioned, it is quite a real thing. And in a nutshell, if you want to know how, like, just simple signs if you are touch starved, in a nutshell, uh, you will feel overwhelming loneliness, deprived of affection, uh, those symptoms combined with feeling depressed, anxious, stressed, low relationship satisfaction, difficulty sleeping, a tendency to avoid secure attachments. Like, the list could be endless. There is a lot of ways to kind of find in yourself that, oh, I'm actually touch-starved. I need physical contact. Now, there are people who don't like being touched. You know, if you talk to psychologists long enough, they'll say that it's something from their childhood, something that they developed. For this episode, for this subject right now, that doesn't matter. A lot of people connect touch with trust. So if there's someone that doesn't want you touching them, it's because they haven't built a trust connection with you and they don't want to be touched until there is that trust, which is in my mind, completely reasonable and logical and makes perfect sense. But since the pandemic has caused a reduction in a lot of things, but mainly physical touch, because we have to be so far away from each other all the time, there are some things you can do for yourself and loved ones where you can feel more physical intimacy. Well, not so much intimacy, but more physical touch and contact. You can sit for yourself, you can sit close to your loved ones. Like, you don't have to touch them if you don't want to, but sometimes simply sitting near them is a comforting thought. Greet household members with a hug, if they're okay with that, of course. And just use touch when appropriate. For loved ones, give them positive touching, such as pats on the back, back rubs, you know, just a simple touch on the arm to encourage them all of that. Avoid associating touch with negativity, so try not to pinch, push, punch, all of that. Like, try not for your physical contact with that person to be painful or negative, because that could have negative repercussions in that person's life down the road. And let children be close to you as often as possible. It sounds ridiculous because there are people who just don't like kids, which is a very real thing. Don't worry. I limit the amount of kids I allow near me. If I know the parents or if I know the kids, that's fine. If I don't know either, I will smile and wave at the child, but they will not go near me. So those are some things that you can do for yourself and loved ones. But if you can't touch or feel uncomfortable with touch, there are other options. You can meet new people online, connect with friends online, wave to neighbors, or passerbys when you're outside, host an online dinner, so like over Zoom or something. Just everyone get your meals and just 
eat and talk and everything. You can connect through text or email, like send updates, photos, all of that. You can talk with neighbors outside, or you can even try new outdoor group activities. You know, if you have a group of people that you want to do that with. These are options. There are also other options, given that uh, COVID restrictions are not too severe in your area, but you can try these out. You can get a massage from a loved one or a paid professional. Spend quality time with animals. Since the CDC has said that animals have a low risk of transmitting COVID to humans, based on limited information, unfortunately, but cuddling your animals is a good option, which works for me because I now have two dogs and a cat, so that's going to work out great for me. You can also go to a hair salon or get your nails done. This is not specifically for women. Men can do this too if they feel comfortable with it. Sometimes that little amount of touch is enough to comfort and relax you. Uh, you could also learn to dance. Most slow dances are built around skin-to-skin -skin contact, which is a good thing to remember if, you know, if you want to try a new couple's dance and it's and you find that it's very it's a very hands-on dance it's because when that dance was created it had skin-to-skin -skin contact in mind or you could go to a cuddle party yes they are a thing not as strange as you may think worth a shot if indoor gatherings are allowed in your area if you want more information on what a cuddle party is you can look it up at cuddleparty.com i will have the link in the description it seems very interesting it's a very it's a from what I've read of it, it's a very good way to teach people what consent is. If they're young, it's also a great way to just sit around and relax and get the physical contact that you need. Like, you can learn all of this from the Cuddle Party website, and I really do recommend it, because, like, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking it's one of the... It's one of the coolest ideas I've ever heard of, and I've never heard of it before. Even with all of these, it's still mind-blowing. Like, we live in a day and age where more people are more reliant on technology rather than human contact, which is a little sad. I'm, I'm a 90s kid. Like, I was born in the early 90s, so I have enough memories from the 90s to know if someone came up and hugged you, that was their way of telling you that you were their friend when you were a little kid. Or if you got a high five from someone, that was someone's way of showing their appreciation for you. Or their appreciation of what was done. This is stuff that unfortunately is not a thing anymore because a lot of people are, no, don't touch me, don't touch me, don't touch me. Not that it's a bad thing, but it is, it, it, it is going to lead to a generation of touch-deprived people and they won't even know that they're touch-deprived until they actually feel human contact. And, of course, th this also, like, even though I'm talking about this, this doesn't mean that you should turn around and, you know, grow up your neighbor or invade someone's personal space or anything just so you can get physical touch. That's not what this means. It just means that if there's people that you love and trust and respect, go to them for physical touch because they will gladly give it to you.
And yes, touch starvation is mainly a Western culture thing that's been found. It's also kind of been connected to a large increase in technological use, which I have to admit is a little sad. And I'm not innocent. Like, I sometimes spend a little bit too much time on my phone or on the computer. Like, the day I found out a family member of mine died, in the span of four hours, I spent 45 minutes not on my cell phone. And, like, I am so thankful that my roommate of three years was around and was there to hug me when I needed a hug. Because I'm not sure I would have ever left that mental state I was in until, like, hours or even days later. Like, it, it was shocking news that no one expected. Especially not for this family member. They had a lot of big plans, and we were all looking forward to seeing it come to fruition. But that sadly did not work out. But that is life, and it's hard. So, even with everything going on, like, physical touch, human touch of someone you love and care about could help you with your mental health in so many more ways than you could understand. So if you have someone you love, you trust, you understand, even if it's your mother or your sister or your best friend, tell them that you really just want a hug from them because you're starting to feel a little touch deprived and you don't want your mental health to get worse because of it because even with meds if you're touch deprived it could have serious repercussions for you and of course you know if you're in a dark place definitely go seek help definitely seek help but you can also add touch therapy on top of all of this and I would recommend it Th this was a very interesting topic for me to research because well like I said earlier I was so surprised with how heavily studied this was and like reading through the articles and understanding it a little bit more like it's it really is surprising especially with the preterm newborns like 47 percent just by you know 45 minutes a day for five to ten days of touch therapy of human contact like that that is mind-blowing and if that doesn't show doesn't tell you the benefits of human touch consensual human touch which is the most important part if that does not tell you the benefits of consensual human touch then I don't know what to tell you <laughs> but I want to know what your thoughts on this topic is and I also want to know what other topics you guys may want for me to talk about, to research and talk about. The next episode on March 22nd, so roughly two weeks, just under two weeks. So send me your topic suggestions on Twitter at Tough Angel Books. I would love to look into them and research them and learn more about it. Maybe in the future I can get a friend or someone on this podcast and will spitball ideas and such. No, I, I was worried that this podcast was going to be really long. I'm not going to lie. I was worried that this episode of the podcast was going to run really long. But I managed to trim down all the notes to everything that I felt was important. And there was a quote I found while researching that 
I thought was pretty damn good. It was said by Michelangelo, to touch can be to give life, which is true. A simple handshake could start a relationship that could lead to a new life in the world. You never know what the road is going to bring you or where you're going to go, but it's it's pretty damn cool, honestly. And with that quote in mind, I am going to wish you all a wonderful couple of weeks. I hope that this episode was as educational for you as it was for me. And I really encourage everyone to go check out the links that I put in the description. Like, go read the post, go read the articles, go read the interview, and definitely go check out the cuddle party because that may be something I, I would want to arrange in my near future, to be honest. Not gonna lie. But yeah, definitely, definitely send me your thoughts and opinions and topic suggestions on Twitter at Tough Angel Books. And until... Until next episode, happy reading.